Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to this bonus episode where Shane is over at a fly and he doesn't have the best reception right now. And Flying Flamingo Jade is going to be trying to host it. So we're going to get you in past all the beginning garble that was difficult to understand and listen to Will Fly PPG as he's talking about his new Moster 185 and how it does not interfere with the ICOM airband radio have a wonderful day and thank you for listening i just came back from my second flight on the moster and loving it yeah how is that working out how do you like it absolutely awesome and i do have some news to report remember last night we were talking about uh radio interference yes didn't have any any at all no static no nothing now this is on the icom the aviation radio i don't know about the baofeng two meter um but yeah, a remarkable difference. So maybe it has something to do with the Adam 80. Well, I have the ICOM too, and I don't have any um, interference. And it's actually very, things are very clear. You know, it does sound like they talk through a McDonald's drive through sometimes, but that all depends on the pilot also, because some of them come in crystal clear um, is what I've, what I've noticed. I can't guarantee that it's um, the pilot, but also that's flying the plane is, clear or not but also somebody told me that you can get a um filter that actually clamps over the cable and um that will eliminate some of that noise um and for the spark plugs and stuff i think brian you were dealing with that a little bit until you replace that plug with a resistor plug but um i know you can get filters for your lines that supposedly fix it i don't know firsthand though well, I mean, rarely are you in a situation where you can swap out motors to do a test to see if it's actually the motor that's causing the problem or the frame or whatever. But the only thing, uh, the radio hasn't changed. Nothing about my setup has changed except for my motor. So the same frame too? No, different frame. And that, so, so you know, the frame, the paramotor, I mean, so the whole thing. So new frame, new motor. Um, between, it's got to be the motor though. We'll think it. Unless it's some kind of grounding thing, I guess, that they do to the frame. I guess you're the electrical. Aren't you an electrical engineer, Brian? Or? I'm mechanical. And I wasn't having so much noise issues with the ICOM aviation radio um, as much as I was having clarity issues here in other pilots. Um, my father, I was able to hear pretty clearly. Um, you know, when you know somebody, you talk to them daily, it's easier to understand under those circumstances. But um, but yeah, the main the main thing for me was uh, popping noise uh, while receiving a little bit, and when I didn't have the resistor type plug in, it was absolutely horrible. Um, but I think that my older model, um, the A6 versus the A16 radio, that actually has like a six to seven inch long antenna mounted off the top of it. Um, you know, that might be part of it. I don't, I don't know. I know the newer models don't have that big antenna sticking off of it and they're Bluetooth ready as well. So I've been thinking about upgrading. Well, it used to be that I had to set the, the squelch to the max and it would still bleed through. As soon as I gave it any power, you know, whatsoever on the Atom 80, it would bleed through and it, it's just that constant static. But I'm not having that issue now. So for what that's worth. Yeah, yeah I, I found awesome. that they go into very low RPM when you 
want to transmit and communicate with somebody also helps for background noise and noise interference. Yeah. You got to lose 400 feet every time you want to tell somebody something. (laughs) Other than that, uh, let's see who's in the chat. We have, of course, Shane's wife, Krista. She's in the, uh, she's actually hosting it tonight because her husband, Shane is in Ohio trying to get an early start on the fly-in. I swear some people just can get away from work that long. Must be nice. It's Anyways, uh, and then out there with him is Mark McElroy, which is actually sponsoring the show, and I think he's giving everybody shirts or something. <laughs> Maybe not. Thank but, you, Mark. Uh, Then we have, uh, let's see, Brian Waller, Jade, and we have Will. Will's here. Will was just talking about his new motor. So uh, his new setup, actually. Uh, I know, Will, you're going to um, the fly-in this weekend. Uh, Let's see. I know, of course, Shane and Mark are going. Who else is going? Jade? Jade's going. Jade's going. Jade's going. I'm going. And Cupcake Krista is, she's actually going to be flown into the fly in because she is somebody. Well, she's in San Francisco now, isn't she? Yes. That's the Golden Gate Bridge right there. The long flight. (laughs) So that's, uh, that's pretty, pretty awesome. And then in the chat, we have, let's see who is Mike Rockwell. Hello, buddy. Uh, let's see, JR's there, John Wayne, and Walter. Walter. Walter's there. I I wonder. Oh, Nick, Nick's there. I don't see Linda in there. I'm surprised. Usually she's there tonight. Which which Nick is that? The other Nick. Okay, gotcha. Oh, what happened to him last night? I wanted to hear his story. I guess oh, we just all of a sudden disappeared. It. He joined the uh, Will Fly Water Drag Wipeout Club. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear his story. Isn't that the, called the Wet Willie Club? Oh, I, I, I don't know. It's a good question. Luis and Randy are also in the chat. They were out at uh, Moonshiners. Heck yeah. They, they, they were very, very nice. I, I enjoyed... Um, Talking with them, Dewey's. I got to tell you, I put that. I put a new frame on my trike, and I still have my bell uh, on the trike. Just to let you know, it's still there. It's kept both Jade and I safe, so that's pretty cool. You're gonna start a new trend. I think you need to go purchase a lot of those and sell them to all the trike flyers. I think that's gonna be a hot commodity. So. I still want, you know, like they do on uh, pickup trucks and stuff. They got a little pair of, you know, dangling. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious, man. A, a pair of what, Will? Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but I think it would be funny. Hey, I, I think my phone was breaking up. What did Will say? No, I think you got it. <laughs> I think you got it, Mark, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I can tell by you smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. I appreciated it. <laughs> You got your dad there? 
Introduce yeah, your dad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That This is my dad, Rick, and he'll be at uh, Dave Purden's with us. Right now, we're up here visiting lovely Krista's family, and uh, then we're going to leave here with Shane and go over to uh, Dave Purden's. Hey, I got a message for Rick. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is he. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm blessed. Like no, Rick, Rick you are. You have was... a very good son. I think I think everybody in this uh, community is uh, pretty awesome. I think maybe he should go back and see if he could get a refund for that 12 years of private education. Exactly. Uh, we just didn't want to discuss that on live air. So, and Brian, you're, you're done with fly-ins for the year? Well, I would say that I don't, I'm not having any on my schedule uh, at the moment. Um, there's a couple coming up, you know, endless foot drag, Dave Burns. I'm not going to be there. So um, I wish I was, but can't be everywhere, unfortunately. Now, do you have smaller ones just for locals around uh, your area and down there in uh, that's, uh, Alabama? The, the closest fly-in at this point to my house that I know of is a real small one they held in southern Georgia recently called Bad Apples. And, uh, yeah, that's only two hours away from me. But, no. Um, I wish, um, I want to, I've had some interest in a lot of people about coming here and having a small private one. And I know, uh, some local airports that I was thinking about reaching out to that can host a lot more people, um, probably something the size of, uh, like Johnson County moonshiners. Yeah. That would also, that would be fun too. You should, uh, do something like that. Hey, Nick in the chat has a question. And so he's asking, does a touching girl count as two flights or one? It, we, we've debated this a, a lot in a lot of past shows. Not uh, touching girls. No. No. I guess I'm confused. Can somebody educate me? Greatest question, does a touching girl count as two flights or one? He corrected it to touch and go. I'm just giving him a hard time. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, a touching girl. <laughs> okay, that was a correct. better. <laughs> giving you a hard time the other Nick. So when I was doing training, a touch and go was two flights. That was considered two of our 25 flights that we did. Me too. Hey, that's pretty cool, Jane. You just did a survey in the chat. I didn't know we could do that. That is cool. I was like, why is this thing not disappearing? It's in my way. I can't read what I want I didn't to read. either. I just figured it out. <laughs> and then finally, I just voted and uh, I figured it out. <laughs> 42% are going. I see Angela's in the uh, chat. Angela, how are you doing tonight? Where's Tony? Is he still working? JR, anytime you leave the ground is a flight. I agree. 
Yeah, we, we talked about it. And, and during during training, the general consensus was if you were during training under instructors, um, guidance that a touch and go counts as a, a launch and landing. But once you get out of school, um, you got to lay the wing down. Uh, every time you lay the wing down, that counts as a flight. Um, so, I mean, it, everybody's got their own opinion. Yes. Brian, when you went to Aviator, what did they require you for flights to be done? Well, there was no real requirement um, other than the fact that they wanted you to really get that 25 flights in so that you get your PPG2 rating before you left. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, if not, you know, you would have to, uh, you know, get your rest of your flights in, either come back and get them or take them later and then to take the test and get your rating. But the goal was for every student to leave there with their two rating. Okay. Is that, uh, do you think that that's in the syllabus, the 25 flights? Is that what it is? Because that was the same with our school. Yeah, it's a requirement. And I've heard they've been thinking about changing it to like 45 or 50. Um, okay. I haven't heard anything official about it being done yet. So it's, it's basically a requirement to get your two rating. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I knew that that's what we had to do just to get our two. I didn't know that that was a part of that syllabus they work with. Yeah, I heard that too. I thought that was already implemented as far as the going from 25 to 50 flights. For Dude, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's been almost two years since I went to school. Um, Thanksgiving will be two years. So I don't know. I, was, I just met another aviator class in Jersey Shore but I didn't think to ask them how many flights they had to have. I, I know I talked to quite a few of them and besides the one guy that had an injury, most of them were in their double digits. You know, kind of easy to do there, isn't it? The no, this, this, this was a Jersey store, Pennsylvania. Oh. It's a small grass strip, uh, small, a small plant place basically in between some mountains. Um, it's still a pretty ideal location, but uh, it's not Lake Wells. Hmm. Now, is, that gonna, is that going to raise the price of people doing schools? That's a good question. You know, I mean, if you're there doing 40 or 50 flights compared to 25, you know, that's that is that that does take time. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you'd be hearing some chat about curriculum changes and that kind of thing if that got implemented. I don't, I don't know that it has been. Um, Will seems like he's probably looking it up in the background right now as we speak. But no, no, I'm not. You talking <laughs> about the, the increase? Yeah, I, I just recently I mean, read something about that, so I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and I can't remember. It was somebody on a show that was being hosted. It was, um, you know, somebody we. had know everybody heard of like jeff Gowen or somebody else that was talking about it too so um recently <clears throat> I don't but yeah i mean totally what... bad idea um you know for jade and i you know we had to fly or drive three hours to go to our school and you know you're always working with weather and you're always working with uh you know the schedule that the instructor has so for us we were pretty much Saturday and Sunday pilots trying to get as much in as possible. I mean, I think we'd probably still be in school if we had to do 50 flights. 
weather in Wisconsin sometimes doesn't cooperate. You know, weather's going to be an issue everywhere. When I very first signed up for aviators class, it was a six month wait. And uh, basically it was a 10 day class at that time. Uh, right before my class started, they extended that to 14 days. And the reason was, was they were having too many classes come through that had one or two weather delays or something like that. People just weren't getting enough flights to get in their 25. So they were trying to give people more time. And still today it's a two week class. Um, so, I mean, if you up that number, something's got to give, I mean, you know, these people that are trying to train on the weekends and stuff, you know, just getting the 25 flights is, is very challenging. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was challenging, but it was a lot of fun. So, uh, and you're talking about the rating, you're talking about the PPG two, Brian. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it's still 25. I'm looking on the syllabus, the syllabus here. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of chatter. I mean, right now I think it's just people talking about it, but if they had actually changed it, um, anybody that's a member would probably get a notification. Yeah, well, now down at, uh, at Lake Wales, that really isn't uncommon, right? For someone to, to leave with, you know, 40, 50 flights, right? Because of no, no, it's not. It's usually there's two or three young bucks in the class that are always duking it out to see who can get the most flights in. And yeah. by, by week two, you know, they're basically on their own. They're flying B rated wings, and the instructors are just holler at me if you need me kind of deal. And they end up with 60 or 70 flights. I think the record holds is something like 120 flights. Some young guy got in in two weeks. And, uh, yeah, I, I left with 20, 28, and, man, I, I was happy to have that. Nice. Angela has a question in the chat. Uh, do any of you inspire to become instructors? I, I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. Um, I got to get my PPG3 rating, and uh, I think an instructor rating – for me is, is something I want in my future. Um, I like sharing with the sport. I have no intention of becoming by trying to, you know, start a school or, and make a lot of money off of it. But if I want to be helping people out, I want to be educated. What about you, Will? I, uh, if, if I did it, it would solely be to become a better pilot, not to instruct. I don't have any, uh, desire to you know make it a, a career or anything so i mean i've already gone down that path with general aviation but uh hey the the teacher learns the lesson the best is what they say so i would imagine you could learn a lot working with other people yeah so actually jade and i have reached out to one up uh, down in florida mm -hmm. and have talked to them um, about doing our getting our tandem so in order for that we have to do ppg3 and instructors and then we can get our tandem um, and it looks like right now we are shooting for um spring break of next of 22 um 
to get all that taken care of, we're actually going to fly down to Florida um, and try to take that class during that time. Uh, we looked at doing it in the summertime, but they are booked, they already have, they do all their um, beginner PPG people then. So um, they're trying to get those through the door in the summertime. And then um, for us, it would be the only easy time for us because of Jade's schedule would be spring break. So we're looking towards the uh, end of March, beginning of April. Not that we're going to teach. We just want to do the tandem thing. Um, kind of like Brian, you know, I'm very geared towards safety and I need a lot more, um, I need more hours under my belt to teach or to take up tandems. I, I want to get better before, you know, I start introducing this sport to other people. Yeah, and that that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I mean, not the tandem part, but it's bound to make you a safer pilot. Um, yeah, something that came to mind, Brian, Carolina PPG. You know, Brooke Sheffield, they're putting on uh, training. I think it's October, mm -hmm. like a, a two week something or other. So that'd probably be right up your alley there. I, I know they're going. I, I want to say they're going going all the way up to PPG three. So, yeah, I've already talked to Brooke about a PPG three, and that's that's definitely in the works. Um, the instructor, you know, getting my instructor rating for me is is not really to instruct people, but I find myself helping people fly ins. Some people have come to me for help all the a lot, and I hate it when I have to tell them, you know, I'm not an instructor, you know, but you know, it, it'd be nice to to be able to say, you know, yeah, I'm an instructor. What you need. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and like you said, it's, it's uh, <clears throat> to me, it's not really about getting other people in the air. I'll probably point them towards a structured school. If somebody really needs training. Um, but, uh, you know, the more you know, the better a pilot you're going to be. And uh, to me, you know, if I can be good enough to be an instructor, I should be a better pilot. And the tandem rating obviously comes in there because sometimes you're just going to want to give somebody a ride that's interested in the sport. Um, and you're not trying to teach them to fly. So I think that'd be cool to do too at some point. Yeah. So um, I would like to know uh, Krista's take on this. Krista, when are you going to get your um, instructor's rating? Great question. Never. <laughs> that was pretty easy to answer. <laughs> Thank you. You bet. Great job, Krista. <laughs> so, well, man, so looking at the poll, it looks like 44% are going and 56% are not. That's pretty good, man. Deweese, I thought, weren't they going? Uh, yeah, Krista. Yeah, Jade said they're thinking about going to the endless foot drag. Um. I would go to Endless Foot Drag if it weren't so far to out west. I mean, that's just, that's too far of a drive. How far of a drive is that for you? I don't know, but it's what, Kansas, right? So, yes. 
Yeah. Well, even when you get in Kansas, <laughs> it's a far drive, you know, <laughs> 500 miles of nothingness. But I could imagine that would be awesome to fly out there. And uh, what's the other word? The circus? What now? Uh, flying circus. I think that's that flying circus out west in Arizona or somewhere. Isn't, it? isn't that right after EFD? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm already kind of planning my next month's. Um, next September, go hit all these different things, man. Hey, I'm, I'm curious. Is, is there maybe a Kitty Hawk video coming in the future? I said, I'm, hey, I lost all the footage that I had. Of no! And I didn't get much because my GoPro died. So, oh, yeah. Well, damn it, man. I, well, I, you I, recognize I, this guy in my background here, don't you? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. I recognize the paralyzed shirt that I had to buy. <laughs> that you had to buy. Oh, he's <laughs> uh, I think you we know, lost more. That was so cool right there. I mean, it's like a little thing, but when most parks, when they have something like that, it's behind like red velvet ropes and you can't get close to it and you can't touch it but man you climb all over that thing and have fun and pretend you're like i, I thoroughly enjoyed walking around uh the park there hey, and when we left um we stopped there we removed the red velvet rope did jade not put it back you guys weren't climbing on that were you <laughs> yeah <laughs> surprised we didn't get arrested right. but how cool was that it was awesome that first afternoon, I, I was flying it by myself, and I was, I was totally looking out for people. I was like, all right, I'm told I can fly over this. Just don't fly over people. And uh, I see those statues standing out there. So I diverted, kind of went around. I was like, wait a minute, those are statues. <laughs> but uh, no, that was pretty cool. I really wish I would have got the tour with y'all before I flew it. Because, um, you know, I had to cut out a lot of video. I got almost all my facts wrong. And uh, but anyway. <laughs> It is, it is what it is, man. That, that was a really cool trip to, to experience with y'all. Well, yeah. So if you want to donate some video, I'll see what I can do. Hey, so if you lost your video, because I, I lost my video too, we're just going to have to do it again. All right, man. How about next weekend? Yeah, maybe not that soon. Yeah, right after Purden. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be going to... Uh, we're going to be going to foot endless foot drag, I think. So, and it's, what was that? Uh, 10, 11, 12 hour drive. That one's going to kind of suck because it's on a no uh, extended weekend. So we're going to have to leave Friday night and be home Sunday night. What? But, extended weekend? It's Labor Day this weekend. No, I'm talking about endless foot drag. Oh. That's just the regular weekend. It's going to be a, yeah, this weekend is only a 10 hour drive for us. And um, yeah, we'll be able to leave on Monday morning and get home Monday night. So wait, uh, Jay, wait, wait, say that again. Jay, Mary is telling you to smile. Oh, whoops. I'm not muted. <laughs> What was that about? You're going to leave Monday? What now? Oh, you're going to leave the fly-in Monday. Correct. Okay. 
No, I'm leaving Wisconsin Monday to meet out there in Ohio for lunch, and then I'm driving home Monday night. Good, good. Just so long as you make it, man. <laughs> as long as you bring lunch, we're good. <laughs> Aaron and I says, endless foot drag is only five hours for him. Must be nice. I don't even make it out of Wisconsin in five hours. <laughs> and if you thought Kansas is flat and boring, welcome to Wisconsin. Really? What? It can't be worse, man. I've driven oh. across Kansas a couple times, and it's 420 miles of flat method. With real tumbleweeds going across the road. Okay, really? yeah, that yeah, might Ryan? be more boring. Yes. We have trees. And if you've seen one pine tree, you've seen them all. Next gas station, 322 miles. <laughs> the federal government mandates that they put little humps in the interstate like every eight or ten miles is to distract the drivers. Otherwise, people will just fall asleep, man. And they never find them out there either. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, that's all I remember. I One time, I had the crazy idea. I, I left the mountains of North Carolina, and I just started driving, me and my little dog. And the idea was to go to, I uh, always wanted to see Denver, Colorado. And I drove, I got all the way across freaking Kansas and got right into Colorado. And I realized at that point that every mile that I drove that way, I was going to have to drive <laughs> drive back. I freaking turned around. And I came home. I never did make it to Denver. I got that close. So uh, You still had over 100 miles to go, man. <laughs> yeah, but I know. But think about it, okay? I just had 500 miles of nothingness and got yeah. right inside of Colorado, turned right back around in another 500 miles. <laughs> hey, could, you, could you imagine trying to launch in Colorado with no wind? I mean, you're twice the elevation than you were at Moonshiners. Yeah, yeah. Not sure I can imagine it yet, but that was the primary reason I initially bought the Moster 185 over to Adam 80. Uh, they, I don't believe it. They said I was borderline. Um, I could go either way. And, you know, people heavier than when I was at the time flew the Adam 80, but I definitely needed the Moster 185. And if you're going to take off of that kind of altitude, yeah. you got to have it. Yeah. Absolutely. JP wants to know on the poll that Jade put up that says going to Ohio this weekend. J, uh, JP wants to know how to answer that because he lives in Ohio. So, well, that's true. Going to Ohio, that's what the poll says. You got to answer it honestly, JP. That's the question. And Angela said, Wisconsin is beautiful. What are you talking about? Angela, I don't live in the city. You lived in the city. When you left the city, it was probably beautiful. When yeah, they we got lakes and stuff, Eric. Not yeah, lakes. there's lakes. We live on. I mean, it's water. I know, it's, but it's green, right? Not the lake. It's clear. Oh, what kind of lakes oh, do you oh, look at? It's not algae. Algae. It's not algae bloom. Uh, no, we. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's trees and lakes, and I guess if you like that, that's awesome. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just that when we leave, we see more trees and lakes, and then we go to the city. I don't remember seeing a tree in Kansas. That's so why sure I said they, Kansas. Sure they're there, but I just don't remember that about it. Might have a speed. <laughs> Maybe they're potted plants. I don't know. Anyone in the chat live in Kansas? Can kind of. I hope not. 
Aaron flew the Adam at 210 pounds. It's a long and slow takeoff climb up. Yeah. Um, at what altitude? I'm wondering. I mean, at, at sea level? Probably probably not at Denver, my Ohio City. <clears throat> yeah. We were we were talking about your infamous uh, climb to a mile high tonight around the dinner table, Will. Oh, were you? 4,000 yeah. feet? Yeah. I was like, one of my good friends, he uh, he finally upgraded, got the big engine, and he takes off like a rocket now. <laughs> Shane, I'm coming for you, brother. <laughs> I am coming for you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Just, you see Will just take off and just fly right by him. <laughs> oh, I get it. So what, you know, you just get an oversized wing, pull the trims all the way in, and you go basically straight up? Man, have you ever seen uh, Have you ever seen Nick Griffith take off? You know, he's yeah. kind of a, a shorter dude, you know, and doesn't weigh hardly anything. And, man, he just freaking takes off, like, straight up. It's incredible. But uh, I guess if you got the power, you can do that. And, man, oh, man. I just, I wish I would have done that a long time ago. Really. I was reading, no, I was ignoring JP's comment, something about aviation. So I won't read that. He did say that it was the birthplace. He and one other person says that, and I haven't met the other person yet, but I hear they exist. No, I don't know. Pull it up and I'll say it if you want. Jesus, you got it. Okay. John Wayne's been all over the place. It looks like he's lived in Kansas. And he has an Adam 80, and he just, I think, upgraded, or he just got a Moster. I wanted the wanted him to chime in. What's his experience? Yeah, when I saw it, it was on a trike. I got video of it. He was breaking it in, driving it around in Moonshiners. Yeah, I think he said, though, he didn't fly it. Yet, where was that? I think he was still getting it set up. I don't know if he even did a wait test on it by the moonshiners, but David, yeah, he did. House. Hey, David. Yeah, read that. Telling a prop for an Adam 80. What now? Uh, Mr. Wolf selling a like new prop. That he had on an Adam 80 for 200 bucks. Or best off. Okay, Kate has something to say. I got to go to mute. OBO. Yeah. All right. So, as you guys all know, that Eric and I are helping Shane out because he's in Ohio and he doesn't have really good internet. So, Shane just sent me a message and He's got a request from David Wolf uh, to make an announcement tonight. Um, someone is donating a 28-meter ozone spider at the fly-in. All proceeds are going to the little girl and her family that we raised money for at Bad Apples fly-in. She is fitting for her life. Raffle tickets will be $25 for one and $50 for three. And David will be handing out flyers at the fly-in with some other people with more information. This is your Tuesday night hangout announcement. Right on. 
That's very nice. I guess the, is it a uh, anonymous donor? He didn't give us the name of the donor. So, yeah. Okay, and what was that wing again, Jade? 28 meter spider. 28 meter ozone spider. Now you can mark Jade and I down for a few of them tickets. That's a nice wing. I got a 26 meter spotter three. Uh, PPG Paralife is going to buy 10 of those tickets I saw in the chat. <laughs> I, I will buy a bunch of those tickets, number one. And we'll figure out how I can put some shirts in with it and decals just like Jade Lear is going to do. <laughs> Give it away, shirt, left and right. Oh, Mark. Until at least I get the vinyl to the house. <laughs> Number one, don't, I, I'm not worried about you get shirts like I'm going to do. And also, when I get there, the first thing I'm going to do is give Will whatever shirt he chooses and a sticker, and then we're going to go on from there. And Brian Waller, I know you want a light blue one, and you're going to pay for it. <laughs> I already know what shirt I want, Mark. I want the shirt off your back. That's the one that I want, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's All right, that's deal. Deal, you got it. <laughs> right now it's a, a red one, but that's what you got. Okay. It's so sweaty. It's gonna have orange juice and vodka spilled on it, and um, <laughs> I, I'll never wash it, man. I'll, I'll wear it just like that. <laughs> uh, Deweese wants to know if you can purchase tickets if you don't go to the fly-in. We'll work on that now. And David just said that. Darian and Carrie Fields are donating the glider, and he's also going to throw in some prizes in the raffle as well. That's really nice. Awesome. And also, also if uh, if I need to, uh, either I or Eric Lear would be happy to uh, pay for your tickets if you can't do it, <laughs> and uh, we'll pay for your tickets in person and go from there. Wait a minute. Who are we talking about? Deweese. Oh, okay. Deweese, I think that if, if that's what it comes down to, we can get you some tickets and tell you, um, write your name on them and stuff, and then go from there. Cool. But I think Jade can throw in a shirt and a sticker. Thank you, Jade. Thank you, Jade. Was that 100 shirts and how many stickers? I got a couple shirts done. Hopefully the vinyl comes before we leave Friday. That shirt, more. you did. They all haven't seen that one. All right, the one hang you on. just finished. Yeah, she's got a new logo going on there in the background. That looks really cool. Was that your idea, Eric? No, I helped her uh, out on it. So 
So we worked both on this, um, kind of trying to design a new logo. And this is the back. And then the front. Nice. New logo. And yeah. it doesn't say anything else underneath it. Yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a collector edition. I'm holding on to personally. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> I was going to say those shirts are going to be worth a mint someday. Just yeah. wait. Okay, right. So then, hey, can I get you to sign it in the next fly in I see you at? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah yeah see we paid what 20 bucks for those she'd probably pay 60 dollars each to get them back <laughs> make some money on that deal i, I just saw her nod yep <laughs> oh man priceless <clears throat> if i wasn't so mad and i walked away pissed off at myself and Eric selling them to you guys, I would have sold them to you for $75 when I came back and found out how bad you really wanted them. Oh, you had to know there was desire there for those shirts. <laughs> DP's in the chat. He says, is the missing uh, word yes? No, no the, the missing word words. is not yes. <laughs> I think DP knows. He was there, right? Yeah. Yes. Probably got Hey, DP knows how to ride a Segway now. I do have some footage of that. He did really? It. Yeah, man. He got on the Segway and very first try, boom. And he did it on pavement, too. I'm like, yeah, you sure you want to do it on pavement? But he did it. And, uh, yeah. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, I thought it was, too. I didn't do it. The first time I got on the Segway, I had to, like, stay next to something I, you know because i would continually go back and forth i just couldn't get you know the hang of it but i mean it took like five or ten minutes to to get used to after that but man he hopped on it and he went i want to see if i got a video clip but my buddy eric snyder he trained with uh leanne trout excuse me at aviator he is seven feet tall and he has a prosthetic leg uh foot launcher and he makes it look so easy. It takes like three steps. He's in the air because he's so tall. But he rode my one wheel um, a week, a couple of weeks ago when I was hanging out. So, hey, man, where there's a wheel, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, um, so are you saying that he got on it and the first time he did it? I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if it was actually the first time, but it was one of his very first times getting on one and he was successful at it. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure I got some video here. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. JP says it's harder than it looks even with two limbs. Yes, it is. And I, I still can't, I haven't figured out the one wheel thing. I'm reading the chat. Angela wants to know if you got the new colors, Mark. Oh. 
He did. So yes is the answer to that, Angela. Yes. And Brian may remember what all colors they are, but I'm not sure. What's that about the colors? Uh, Mark's new shirt colors. The, the one I saw him holding up was a, uh, I guess, kind of not, not royal blue, but a little bit lighter. It was definitely the blue with white lettering that I like. <laughs> yeah, JP says he'll give me a one-wheel lesson this weekend. I don't know if I can trust that guy. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, I'll take you up on that, JP. Yeah, Let's see how that goes. Brian is you giving me some lessons on the one wheel. Um, only you know with a chair, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a lot easier to hey the flip flops make it a lot easier on the chair, you know. Yep. Or the smooth soled shoes. Yeah. Ne ne <clears throat> next time y'all see me with a chair to fly in. I want to have some special flip-flops with uh, a plate of Delrin plastic glued to the bottom with the soles. going to be kind of like my skid plates. Mm -hmm. I might get some with some magnesium sticks that I can take off too. So I can make, you know, the, the flames or sparks going down the runway. That was Man, pretty awesome with the guy was, with the air motor doing it. <laughs> yeah. Was that the first time you saw that? No, no, but it's, it's still cool every time I see it. That's the first time I'd ever seen it. I mean, it was totally cool. I hope it doesn't damage the pavement. You know, I wonder about that. Nah, man. I'm a, I was an asphalt engineer. I wouldn't worry about that. Okay. Because so, uh, I got a, I got a couple of pieces of titanium from you know a little incident that I had, and that's what they're using, right? Something titanium. Um, I don't know. I mean, as much pressure as they're putting. Um, it would you'd have to hit the same area over and over and over before you wore a groove or anything like that. But I mean, what are they using to make the sparks? What kind of metal? I heard titanium would do that. I don't know for sure, but I, I figured it would be something more like a flint starter stick um, that you would get like at a, a camping section. Um, I could be wrong, which is magnesium based. Hmm. Interesting. Just get you just break a piece of your paramotor off and go out to the asphalt, strike <laughs> it really hard, and find out. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you need two paramotors. <laughs> One for parts. So about the fly-in that's coming up. Shane, I'm gonna be there tomorrow probably. And uh, if you'll have me, that is. And but it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow, isn't it? Oh, depends on how much I drink, whether or not I have you or not. <laughs> but um... <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's that's the plan, anyways. But, but yeah, sir. I, I didn't catch that. Um, I have um, one the couch, which is really comfortable, or I pull the air mattress. So you have a place to stay, yes. Dude, I'll, I'll be happy just to have a place to park my car. So My car? My car. My car. My car. <laughs> and if, you don't, if you don't trust Shane, which I don't blame you, if you don't, <laughs> but if you don't trust him, you're welcome to sleep on our uh, dinette. Where's your dad sleeping? 
We share the bed. <laughs> Just saying. I didn't take your dad out. <laughs> <laughs> who's the little spoon or who's the big spoon? <laughs> well, I'm not the big spoon, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of room in the house. Don't worry about it. All right, listen, Brian, you're you're just gonna have to go ahead and load red up and come on. I know, man. I know. It's like missing family time. And we're being asked by the police. Sweet Jesus, where? turn that light back the other way. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that, that's more better. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm gonna miss y'all too, man. I, I really wish I could pack up, come up there, and, and hit that too for sure. Um, if I could have planned it maybe a little bit better, maybe I'd have hit it on the way to Colorado, but it is what it is, man. Um, hey, you just went on a big circuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not a lucky person, man. That is for sure. So this is my buddy, Eric Snyder. He's from New Jersey. He's been flying paramotors for about a year. This, I don't think you can tell from your perspective here, but the dude is literally seven foot tall. And was this his first time? Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, I can't do that. I, I couldn't do that. Okay. I want to say it made it look easy, but I mean, obviously, I think he jumps off right here, but. You know, it's, it's, it's hard enough to do with, with two legs. That's incredible. But, yeah. The he's guy, the guy's skilled though, man. I mean, he, he's just, you know, it's one of those guys that's, you know, even though he's got one leg, he's not letting that slow him down. He's just kind of good at whatever he puts his mind to. Wow. No, seriously, that guy's got some coordination. That's Pretty amazing. cool. That's Derek Trout, one of my buddies. He was in my class. He was the uh, Tucker Got giveaway winner. In my class, so, oh man, yeah, we, we we had we had a good time. There is no doubt about it. <clears throat> right on. Uh, Derek was the one that I sent out a fuel sensor system to that he won on the uh, Clear Prop TV giveaway. Yeah, yeah, I believe I, I remember him mentioning that. I think he actually won two of them. Okay. Um, or I think Leanne won one. He won one. So they, they, they use them. We got two still sitting here in boxes. We need to mount it up. So we got those from uh, Mark George. And uh, we were hoping he would hook them up at Bad Apples. Didn't happen. Damn it. That guy was pretty busy. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> He had his tent set up. He was dealing with a lot of customers, helping to put motors together and that kind of stuff. Um, right. Man, what a good time that was. And you guys are getting ready to do it all again next weekend. It's awesome. Yeah, it's not going to be the same without somebody riding around in a chair on a one wheel. I mean, uh, every time I turned around, there was <laughs> – you got around, man. <laughs> You know what I thought was funny is you would see a wheel print and then you would see two flip-flop marks in the in the <laughs> asphalt. 
<laughs> I literally put a hundred miles on it to that fly in, man. It wasn't just me though, because there's probably 20 or 30 different people that rode that one little chair combo of yeah. mine uh, for, for some of them for a while too. But, um, yeah, we put a hundred miles on that one wheel. I, I was literally charging it two to three times a day. Um, <laughs> which if you've got a one wheel, you'll know that's a lot. Um, let's see. Tony actually asked the question with all these different altitudes that we have been flying at, how often do we adjust our carburetor? And I can honestly say I have not adjusted my carburetor at all. Mine did very well from Tennessee down to Georgia, back to Wisconsin. So I didn't have to do much tuning at all. I'm, I'm the same way. I, I probably could have used a tuning at uh, Moonshiners in a, an adjustment there, but I didn't. I got a question <clears throat> for the uh, Moster 185 owners out there and full starting. It's got a, the, the motor's got like a, um, can't remember what they call it, a flash point, a flash starter. You know what that is, anybody? You know, you pull a few times and then release it and then you can pull just a little bit and it's got an assist in there that actually makes the starting easier. Are y'all familiar with that? Oh yes. yeah. Okay. So what process do you use basically to activate the flash or to get it in the right position to where that make any sense to where, when you do pull it, you're actually making use of the flash starter. Arno, when you figure it out, let me know because I have pulled that thing all the way out one time. Actually, this happens all the time. I'll pull it all the way out and give it give it my best and realize I didn't even turn the piston over once. <laughs> I watched a video on it from, uh, I think it was from Aviator. But anyways, you pull that thing two times gently and then the third time you get it back, you feel the compression there. And on the third one, then you pull it for real. That's how I do it. And usually it fires off that time. Okay. How, how far do you, are you pulling it? I mean, like how far out? I would, I would guess that I'm gently pulling it about two thirds and then two thirds again, then come back and you feel the compression and I pull it full. Okay. Cool I, I don't need two thirds. I don't need anything full two thirds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the assembly, I think I could probably. I don't think get yours in. goes out two thirds. <laughs> hey, Krista, can you help us? No. <laughs> no. <Good luck. laughs> oh, jeez. So there's two. There's two pulleys on those flash pulleys. So basically, you have. I'm sorry, there's two springs. And uh, so you have a pulley within the outer pulley. You have the outer pulley that the rope goes around. And then there's a spring between it and the inner pulley. And the inner pulley is what engages with your crankshaft. So at Aviator, uh, and you can feel it. When you, when you pull on it just a little bit, and my technique is kind of just to pull on a little bit, feel a little pressure. And then when I feel a little bit of pressure further back versus out here, that's when I give it a little pull. But at Aviator, I can't remember if it was Ross or Fletch that, that showed me this technique that I had never seen before. 
is where you literally grab it and you go one, two, three. So you you make stops on, on this. You don't make one continuous long stroke. You go one, two, three. And that gives that outer spring time to engage with the inner one and catch up as you're turning the crankshaft. Give it a try the next then time. Release it, then you release it and then, yep. then you pull. Because also, are you pulling up or are you pulling down? I pull out, basically straight out. Okay. That's, 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 I, I just had this technique where my indoor gym, cable gym, I, I practice doing like that so that I'll have enough strength to recrank midair. It, that's not an issue. It's no problem. <laughs> well, it, um, it, it's a difference for me. You know, the Parajet, the, it's, it, the, uh, the, pullers up, the pull straps up here so you can pull down, but I don't have the muscles developed yet to, to, to pull up. Oh no! Do you not have the pulley on your Moster 185 that yeah. takes it up higher? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm having I'm in the process. I'm going to actually have it raised up just a little bit so that I can pull a little bit more down. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm on the Parajet frame. You're on a different frame, right? I am, but my old one with the Adam 80. That's the Parajet Maverick. Okay. So. Um, well, just if you, you know, if you raise that pulley up, that's going to help you when you're pulling down on it. That'll help you. So when I'm sitting in the trike and I have the ma and I, I have the Maverick in there, it was a big difference. You could actually start it with one hand with the Maverick yeah. on the trike, but when I put the Maverick on my back, I have to use both hands to start that thing. Okay. So you raise that pulley up, it's going to help. But remember, if you raise that pulley up, you may have to extend your string a little bit. If you can, a lot of times they'll tie it in the knot, they'll cut it, and that's where it's set. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to string it over yeah, you Say that again, Brian. I don't know. Shane and and uh, Rick and the Paralife team over there is making way too much noise. Hey, Richard, so, they're trying to conduct business here, guys. No, <laughs> they're trying to run a show. <laughs> And they're, they're, they're muted now. Uh, all I was going to say is, Will, you definitely never want it to the point where you pull it and then you're out of rope and you're basically right. putting tension on that. Um, you always want to make sure you get an extra loop or two going around that pulley when you're at the end of your pull stroke, however long your arms are. Okay. Yeah. I did think about that because raising it up is going to shorten the, the amount of yeah. uh, play. Just be, just be careful with that. And all you got to do is if you do hold it, you know, or, you know, pull it out to your full extension and take your other hand and, and, and go up and make sure that you're not at your rope's end. At the stop. But it, it should, you should have, like Brian said, a, a, a wrap or two, you know, that you could use. So. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you. Kyle Mooney said. Uh, no, I see. No, DP said Kyle Mooney just showed me to pull slow all the way. You feel like three clicks and do it about two or three times, then pull tightly, no, lightly until it halts. Then you crank from there. That sounds, that kind of sounds like what Brian was saying too. Yeah. The one, two, three. So that's interesting. Hey, I, I can know, see. Shane has a video. 
Shane has a video when he was uh, had his engine out. He was cranking like crazy, rocking back and forth in that thing, trying to get that started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the air. In the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see why people are uh, starting their motors not on their back for their warm up. I can see why that's happening. I suspect oh, the, the appeal is obviously there. It's easy, you know. And and ninety nine percent of the time, it doesn't bite you in the butt. It sounds like, mm-hmm. you know. But there's that that percentage that it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a new motor, so there's there's uh, new stuff to learn. I'm sure. What did the uh, Adam Mady not have that spring start that spring assist? Yeah, I think it does. I'm not really sure. To tell you the truth, I, it's not. I I still have to use two hands to pull it. Uh, once I I did it, you know, with one hand, but. Uh, it's it's never was really an issue. I guess they've got the spring assist because the uh, the motor's harder to crank or harder to pull. I don't know with the Moster. Um, so so my answer is I'm not entirely sure about the Atom, but the pulling it wasn't wasn't an issue. And actually, with the Moster, when I pull the ten- the tension, I mean it's not doesn't feel like it's very difficult to pull. I mean it it pulls easily. So I just got to get it down. I got to get the steps down right. Over. Get electric start. <laughs> Over. Apparently they had their own problems though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do. There's no such thing as a perfect paramotor anything yet. Not perfect. We're getting there, right? That's just one of the many problems an electric paramotor could potentially solve. But, uh, you know, they're just not there with the battery technology. So we can talk about that all day long. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, are those going to be quieter? Oh, yeah. The Atom? Well, yeah, just definitely. Uh, electric here because you're still going to hear the prop beat in the air. Oh, you're talking about electric. Yes. Man, I don't know. There, there, there's a difference, but, uh, you know, generally the prop, I think, makes most of the noise. So, uh, you know, the engine is obviously part of the background noise. Um, a motor doesn't make much noise, but uh, the prop is where it's at. Um, I used to do um, sound testing. Um, this is one of my jobs as an engineer. Uh, we travel around the country testing highways to see how loud they were. And after 35 miles an hour, you know, you have all kinds of different vehicles, different drivetrain noises. Some of these trucks have these loud exhaust systems. Um, but generally after 35 miles an hour, tire to surface interface noise overtakes all other noise sources from a vehicle. Um, it's kind of the same principle with a paramotor. So you have different frequency levels that are heard better. Um, you, know, you put a decimal meter on it, you're going to notice a little difference, but you're not going to notice a lot. Most the average person, electric paramotor flying over and a gasoline one are both going to be noisy. And, and basically noise, by definition, is, is unwanted sound. So you're going to hear them, either one. Yeah. John Wayne says that the Atom doesn't have the... Uh, 
spring assist because it doesn't need it. So, and I, I, I agree, whatever it has, if it doesn't need, it works well, you know, so. But here's I have a great that. rope on my Polani. Always starts by the 40th or 50th pull every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you add electric start to a motor? To the Moster? Can you add uh, it with it? I was told that it has all the uh, millings for the bolts and everything, but there's certain things that you need, like the gear a special hold on let me get some see because i mean these are the things that i can understand you know the appeal to an electric start now you know if it's harder to pull start a moster or whatever i mean it to be able to just push a button but i didn't want to mess with the battery and having to keep up with something else yeah i know i know dual start is an option on my parajet maverick with my my19 i just do not have it I, I don't either, but I don't, I don't know if you could add it. Yeah, so here's a starter. So that's all that is. And this is the back plate that goes on the back of the starter. That hooks into your block, and that holds the starter, the back of the starter in place. And then you need the gear that hooks up to this gear right there um, and then you can start it. Now, why do I have mine in my hand? I yeah, don't really wanna discuss that right now. But I was told that they have a aftermarket one um, that I'm getting from somebody and we're gonna see how that works. So yours came with electric start or you adapted it? This motor is my new motor for the trike. So this motor doesn't even have eight hours on it. And my electric start is awesome. Okay. But you got, did you get the electric start straight from the factory or did yes. you have manual and then add electric start to it? No. So this one I ordered from the factory with electric start. Okay. My foot launch, I have a pull start. This one was for the trike. Okay. And this one fell apart, as I said, in eight hours. The wire came off the brush. The magnet came out of the um, housing. So the arm, it was stuck to the armature. It was just, the whole deal was just, I don't know when we were at Moonshiners, if moisture got in there during that rain storm. Well, we had a rainstorm. I don't know if you remember this. You were, yeah. in, you were in sleeping in the camper. Oh, I was not. I was you out and Jade were, were cuddled on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny will's sitting there in the chair under the tarp holding all of his electronics <laughs> hey krista krista braved the storm to bring me a diet coke what a sweetheart i, I know that. she did <laughs> that was crazy storm oh, and then brian's out home. there brian's out there trying to kayak the uh <laughs> <laughs> where all the water went that was that was a good time absolutely i'm, I'm looking for, i've got video of us under that canopy i'm looking for it now yeah we had a um we had the same situation at bad apples we did yeah almost identical we didn't have the hail that we had at uh moonshiners but hey 
You want to know what's crazy is we remember that, but we don't remember who made a failed launch. Yeah, I don't. Who made a failed launch? Exactly. Yes, you don't remember. Technically, you didn't make it if it was failed, right? That's correct. It's kind of like an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a failed launch at Moon? <laughs> what was that, Mr. Roboto? <laughs> the more we got, the Mr. Roboto. bad apples. Bad apples. Moonshiners or bad apples? Well, bad either apples. one. Yeah, either one, but we remember the, the rain. Remember the rain? Oh, I remember. I mean, like the creek, and I mean, just there was a whole, there were several things that I will never forget about that flying, you know, that made it special. Yeah, I didn't want to bring up the creek, Will. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, if I had a Moster, I would have gotten out of that jam. I guarantee it. 91.7% sure. Definitely. I, I didn't want to bring up failed launches at, uh, bad, at Moonshiners, but I'm thinking that uh, Mr. Jade Lear I'm thinking one was on YouTube. You know, I think I heard about that. I had one failed launch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and it was a doozy. Oh, yeah. Is this a storm we were talking about? That is it. Yeah, can you see, see the hail? Yeah. Yeah, Brian hiding his trailer. It was coming in my door at that angle though. Yeah. I had to I had to come out and join y'all. Dang. See, I mean, even at the fly-in, something like that, if that happened and you were just kind of hanging out or you know, you were by yourself, it wouldn't have been as fun. But even that was enjoyable in a weird kind of a way, you know? I mean, DP, DP standing there with, with yeah. his uh, prosthetic leg in the water. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That was a, that was a lot of fun. It, it's, I want to do it again already. Well, you know where we'll be this weekend, man. DP said in the chat, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that was uh that was a good rainstorm john napper's in the house oh, oh. got the attack wieners on the loose Did uh, you like that picture uh, Jade sent you? Well, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Funny. Actually, she sent me two, and uh, 
Was that an attacks, Jade? I, don't I think it was. Normally, if I get something from Jade, I just delete it without looking at it, but <laughs> I got lucky on this one. Or she got lucky on this one. I opened it by, by mistake. <laughs> she doesn't believe that. <laughs> okay, so let me, uh, give me a sec, I'll share it. Can y'all see it? <laughs> I saw it. Did you see it? Why did it go away? The grass is greener under my wiener. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Let's see. And then let's see, there was that one. And grass is greener under my wiener. And it's got a picture of a dachshund with tall and tall grass. And I see if I can get, I have to get the, I guess I have to start over to show you the other one. So you can continue talking while I'm struggling here, if you want. <laughs> yeah, we went to a winery, we saw that. You and did? Yeah, it was a, a local Wisconsin winery. They get their grapes from California, but they make the wine here. So we went over there, something to do, and then we saw that, and we saw the other one that we sent you. So, y'all go do a little whining. We did whining, whining a little. Yeah, there's a place called Wisconsin Dells, which they say is the water park of the world. And it's funny because we'll go there when we don't have the kids. That way we don't have them going, can we go to the water parks? Can we go to this? Can we do this? So Jade and I, we go and we take our, we have these little Honda 50cc scooters that we go put around in. It's fine to put around in them as long as we don't have a, uh, oh, there we go. It's not a party until the wiener comes out. We got a little picture <laughs> of Docs in there. Yeah, that was cute. Thanks for thinking of me. Jade. Ozarks is a beautiful place. I think I stayed at Silver Lake State Park there for about four or five days, um, right right outside, if I remember okay. the name correctly. But uh, yeah, they got some big water parks. Just don't go there expecting to slide down any of the slides with a GoPro because uh, they're they're not having that in no. their water park. But which is, I was a little disappointed in that because I wanted to get some good footage of the water slides. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of the Wisconsin Dells, but I don't know anything about it. Is it a, like a, a geographical area or a neighborhood or? It's just where they have a bunch of water parks, a very touristy area. So, yeah. you know, we just went down there. We don't really do the touristy thing. We just go there to hang out and put around, go to some different restaurants than we have here. We have McDonald's um, and then we'll uh, like go to the winery or. One time we went to a, um, not a stork, oh, crane, a crane. What, what the, where did you take me? A crane, <laughs> something with big birds with wings and long legs. And let me tell you, those things attack. You're not talking about a flamingo, are you? It, it's on, I'm sure it's the same family as a flamingo. As a bird. <laughs> <It's> a bird. <laughs> Yeah, 
Will, I, I think I would compare it um, kind of to like a, a bigger Gatlin. Um, you've been to the Gatlinburg, Tennessee area, probably, being yeah. where you're from. Mm-hmm. So it's a touristy trap type town, except it's got big water parks and stuff like that. It's it's not necessarily like a geological or graphical geological cool place. Uh, um, I mean, they got some small mountains and stuff around. Silver Lake was really cool to hike, but it's it's a it's a cool place to visit. And that's northern. Is that like close to you, Eric? You no, it's it. central. It's so it's about three hours south. Is there a town Montrose near there or something? I don't know. I did a lot of mountain biking back then. They had some pretty good trails in there. No, Lacrosse, not Montrose. Yeah, Lacrosse is uh, kind of I think northwest a little bit. Yeah, man. If I knew y'all when I came through your state, I would I would have loved to come visit y'all then. That was two years ago before I got into paramotors. Well, anybody is welcome to come up here. If you bring a camper, there's a place to park. If you bring yourself, there's a camper outside. <laughs> no, you could, we got room in the house. So. Right on, man. And let's see, Jade's son just caught a, how big of a uh, fish? 15 inch? A 30 inch fish. Dang. What kind? One that go- swims. Oh, that gets wet, that kind? Yeah. Okay. I know nothing about fish. I know about halibut and king salmon. That's it. You like to eat fish? Um, smoked salmon, I'll eat. And then um, oh, halibut is a good fish. Uh, Jade made some like cod or something yesterday. It was baked. It was good. But um, I'm not a big fish person, no. Jade, what kind of fish was that? Did he cut? She said it was a muskie. Yeah, I don't know what a muskie is. But a 30-inch fish, that's a big fish. So can you eat it? Ew, it came out of our lake. Oh, no, it came out of our lake or... <laughs> 30 inch muskie is pretty small they're pulling um 50 and 60 inch muskies out of some of the bigger lakes um in northern wisconsin and that's one of the biggest mus- fish. muskie is that is short for muskeek and pike yes muskelinge okay. and then there's northern pike um we have those in our lake too Okay, so I'm thinking pike. That's a different fish than what you're yep. talking about. Muskie. A little right. bit thinner, um, but they're very aggressive fish too. A pike yeah, is tall, it's long and skinny, isn't it? Yep, and they got big teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we, then we my always parents are listening. So dad used to throw me in the water to go water skiing, and then he'd go, look, there's a muskie. <laughs> and then I'd have my hands and feet out of the water, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Thanks, dad. I will not go in our lake, but I have no problem going to North Carolina and going kiteboarding where there's sharks. I'm not having a little fish nibble on my toes. I like fishing. I love it. But I do not like taking the fish off the freaking hook. Never like doing that, man. But I enjoy the process of fishing. (laughs) We'll fly. We'll fish. We'll not take fish off the hook. No way, man. 
you know, in Wisconsin, there's girls that'll take your fish off your uh, hook. Oh, really? They'll also, yeah, they'll play with your worm, too. Hook, <laughs> 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 line, sinker. Man, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. Opening myself up to you guys. Taking advantage of me. What about being scared to bait your own hook? No, I'll bait my hook. No problem. It's just I don't like taking the dang fish off the hook. You know, this is why I'm with you, Will. It's just a catfish you gotta worry about, man. They got little pointy things sticking off of them, they'll hurt you. Hey, hey Will, here. Catfish we are fun to catch. They put off, they, they put up a heck of a freaking fight. Catfish are everywhere. I, I, I catch them in my freshwater streams, creeks, rivers. I went to the ocean, I caught big catfish in the ocean. Um, they are literally everywhere, and the Sailfin catfish you'll catch out of the ocean are poisonous barbs. Let me tell you, if you step on one on the beach, it's going to be a bad day. Um, especially if it gets stuck in the bottom of your foot. Yes, this is from experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we uh, we love fishing, man. Growing up in the country, we fish. We have annual fishing trips. When I went to the ocean and I started catching something bigger than you, um, I really had fun. Yeah. Right off the beach, not not out in a big boat, deep of water. I'm talking about right off the beach, fishing at three foot of water, six, seven foot bull sharks. You'd be standing in the surf or standing in the waves, just casting out on the from the beach? Initially, we didn't know what we were doing. We were standing in the, the shallow surf, casting out as far as we could. Now we have uh, rods and reels we can leave on the beach that have 600 to 1,000 yards of line. We, we take our kayaks, we put the bait in the back of the kayak and paddle out past the second sandbar, drop the bait off to the side, come back and catch sharks right off the beach. And uh, this is a beer drinking sport, I mean, and uh, we, we strictly catch and release. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. John Nasker's on his way up to you guys, Eric, just letting you know. He's taking you up on the invitation. There you go. Yeah, right on. So the, leave a uh, lot on, man. The uh, Growing up in Alaska, we got to go halibut fishing and salmon fishing. And halibut are like flounders, just bigger. And they, when you pull them up, they come up flat. So it feels like you're pulling up a door underwater and when you get done pulling those things up your knuckles are dragging along the deck of the boat you're done you don't want to fish anymore and if you are fishing you definitely do not want to catch halibut but they are a very good white fish very flaky um pretty tasty and then the other ones that we always caught were salmon you know a lot about fish huh you know a lot about fish Two fish. Oh, and we had a goldfish that we got from the fair. And that thing lived to be a long, be old, and then it died. That, that's all I know about fish. I can tell you this. Um, I went, we had uh, 25 little catfish. And outside is a little pond that was hand dug. And just the other day, they grew to be over two feet. And initially, they were going to be eaten, but turned into pets, you know, every year, every year we'd lose five, maybe of the 25. I mean, so we have none left, but, uh, 
dang, man, those, those, it surprised me what kind of water catfish can live in and thrive, you know, just a little pond like that. So I'm mourning, as you can tell. Um, I got a question on the uh, catfish that you say were poisonous. Is that what they do that noodling with where they catch them with their hand? Yes. Uh, they, they, some people do that, not me. Uh, yeah. No noodling is, is, you know, when, when I say poisonous catfish, I don't mean they have fangs. They bite you, check poison. I mean, if their barbs penetrate your skin, they, it's going to burn for a long time. Uh, just, just a self end, but, now, noodling is the act of finding a stump or a hole in the water, the shallow, and sticking your hand down in that hole, wiggling your finger until the fish bites onto your hand, and then you grab the fish by its gills and pull it out. Um, there's alligators no. snapping turtles in those holes that can take your whole hand off, no problem. Yeah. I was just going to say that. We got snapping turtles here, and it's like, I'm not putting my... Like Jade said, we go into well, the lake. Hands too. Our feet are up. <laughs> Man, we, we all got our own predators, I guess, no matter where you're at. I guess if you're up north, you have to worry about the pike and uh, the muskin, the muskies. And, you know, if you're in the ocean, you have to worry about the sharks. Where I'm at, we used to ski right by on the Chattahoochee River. We used to ski right by alligators that are eight, nine feet long. Um, we'd wipe out gator, hit the, hit the come off the bank and we didn't panic you know the boat just came back and got us there was never an issue uh there's a lot of people that would probably freak out about that uh having alligators that close by generally they just try to get away from you but we, we all have and we got moccasins and all kind of other stuff here too so yeah don't come to alabama <laughs> if i was water skiing and i crashed and there was an, an eight foot or nine foot alligator that came into the lake it wouldn't be able to see around me because I would have left a brown cloud all the way around me. There is no, nope, I'm done. I will do that and then shoot myself. I'm not getting eaten by an alligator. My parents used to joke about it, man. But they, they literally, there's a lake called Lake Seminole. And uh, man, it's just ate up with alligators and stuff now. But it's probably always had a lot of, they literally used to ski over them. Oh. Uh, that they're, they're, they'd be out there riding with, you know, slalom skis and actually it went over the tail of one before because um, there are just so many gators around. They just typically don't mess with you. Um, but you hear about some stories. But yeah, gators are terrible. So, Eric, you're like a, a squid. You like leave a puff of ink or something <clears throat> when you get it would scared. Be something like a puff of ink. It ain't going to be a puff of ink, though, let me tell you. Is the only noodling he's doing is pasta. I don't blame him. <laughs> Sean Nasker said uh, that you can noodle in the Ohio River. See, I knew Ohio was famous for something. That's what it is. No. That's what he says, man. Man, now you now you got Krista after you and Will. Or, and uh <laughs> Got my fourth tornado warning of the day. Uh oh. Bear with me. How is the weather there, Brian? What? Uh, I hold my beer. Hit what? How did it affect you guys? 
Um, we're in the southeast corner of the state, so basically we just had some of the outer bands hit us with occasional, you know, 30 minutes, hour of rain at the most. Uh, that being said, I think so far we've got a total of about four inches of rain, maybe five. So, I mean, it's been spread out enough. It wasn't bad, but there's places that are getting a foot of rain easy. Wow. And then, of course, they're spurring little tornadoes that are popping up all over the place. That's what's got everybody worried. Yeah, I mean, octopus is what it was. So well, is, that, okay. is that storm going to come through Ohio area? Shane said it was raining there all day. Nod your head if that's true, Shane. It's still raining, but it's supposed to clear up in the morning. Good. No, he don't know nothing. <laughs> this is what happens when you mix vodka and orange juice. And Bush. Or Shane and Mark. Bush. Bush. Uh, Eric, Eric has a valid point. <laughs> what was the point? Krista. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not even listening. <laughs> oh, I guess the comedy just comes right from that house. It's not the person, it's that house. What, what did that I do? Perfect. perfect. Perfect timing. Chris is doing a fantastic job hosting the show, I have to say. She is. Sitting here being quiet. Yeah, the Go ahead, Krista. I just said hi, Jade. And Girls you said it so well. I'm guessing Shane's been in the background laughing about me talking about alligators because uh, back home, oh. he probably just helps them across the street every morning when he gets up and goes to work. <laughs> no. I was looking Mark had said and I was just confirming his answer. I am bigger than him. I mean, what? Oh, wait, that wasn't. Oh, that was. <laughs> Are y'all doing another show or what? <laughs> <laughs> this one's uh, fans only. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's the private after show, Shane. This yes, one needs supervision. No, you need supervision. I don't have orange juice on my shirt. <laughs> That's not orange juice. <laughs> it might be vodka. That's all Mark drinks, I think. That's funny. Vod vodka and water. You never tell which is what it is because, you know, they look the same. Yeah, I'd say Ohio is being affected by this rain from the uh, storm. Let me, let me, let me, let me check. You don't even have cell phone coverage up there, do you? I, I said, let me check. It only takes me six minutes to download one uh, <laughs> text. One frame of the of the radar. So the, the cell hey. phone service is not great where you're at, but how is it at the fly-in, do you know? Uh, last year, I went live on Facebook um, almost every night. It was fine. Okay. So at seven o'clock in the morning, we're having 23% rain chances and at eight at nine o'clock at six 
and then it holds 15% all the way up until 2 o'clock. So we're flying in the morning. Get used to it. Which pretty much means this fat kid's going to still be asleep. You know, if you look at them two, they almost look like twins. Yeah, they could be brothers. Look at that. Yeah. Right there. Absolutely. Obviously, I got the looks. He got the brains. Oh, um, yeah. I was going to say one's obviously better looking than the other, but I wasn't going to say who. And I appreciate that, Mr. (laughs) (laughs) It might be his show, but yeah, whatever. (laughs) They're coming in droves just for you, Mark. I yeah. can't believe you're going to compliment that guy after he's going to make you buy a shirt after giving us two, all free two shirts. shirts. Two. You know, he gave no. every one of us a free shirt. Hey, listen, I already said when Will gets here tomorrow, he has free shirt. What day is it? Wednesday? Yeah, he'll be here tomorrow. It's free shirt Wednesday. So whoever shows up here tomorrow gets free shirt. Okay, Ooh, but he said it's show your wiener Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I want you I want you to write that down so that you'll remember it tomorrow. Write it down, man. Just in I, case. Hey, listen, you know I really write, so just just tell me that's what I said. <laughs> I mean, well, pay I for the shirt. The poor guy has no house. Come on. We saw him had to move out. He's in a yeah. yeah He's- heck, I'm the only one I know that's homeless. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, legally. <laughs> oh. You got so wheels. The guy's, the guy's already homeless. Now you're trying to buy the shirt off his back, too. That's wrong, man. <laughs> no, I, I want him to give me the shirt off his back. I don't want to buy it. <laughs> hey, hey, Will, what time you get here tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to leave sometime in the morning. I'm planning on getting there, like, uh, guessing <laughs> three. Why? We. Yeah, we all time you don't want me there, by <laughs> listen, Will's morning and the average human's idea of morning might be different. She gets up, then Will's like six hour difference. Krista gets up at like a nine thirty, ten o'clock. Will eleven thirty, twelve. It just depends. It just depends. <clears throat> but I do. I, I do. Hopefully... Was that morning? Oh, <laughs> what was that? In Tennessee, you were up before me. That's right, and up before Shane or anyone else, for that matter. Hey. Well, that I don't know. I was... Mark, Mark, no. I mean, it was hilarious. Good, really good, luck, good luck getting them up for a morning flight. Is all I could say. Yeah, heck no, no, I won't do that. But I, I do plan on flying tomorrow night if the weather. Weather's permitting. Will, did you see, Will, did you see my last video on TikTok over the house? No, I don't get notifications on TikTok, but I'll look at it. You might want to look at the one over the house. And the best comment of that video is DP saying, Shane, you almost got. <laughs> is that something you'd like us to show on your show? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. What, what's TikTok? I don't know. JP I know, right? Talking about that. Thanks, Krista, for approving that. You're welcome. I don't know what it is. Hey, she is the host. 
Oh, I'm not. No, uh, Krista is the host. Anything else that you'd like us to show about Shane, Krista, that you know you could approve since you're obviously the person in charge now? What? Do it. She ain't always been in charge. We know better. What's tomorrow, Krista? What is tomorrow? It's our anniversary. Ooh. Oh, oh, man. How many? He's spending it with Will. Yeah. We'll be married for 26 years tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. That's rough. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> needs congratulations. <laughs> Sympathy letters tomorrow. Krista, when you arrive in Purdens, I'll personally give you a sympathy hug. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That was kind of like after we. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jack. Is someone in that video or what? He's trying, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's got this stupid freaking puzzle thing here for a capture, and I don't have any idea what I'm supposed to do with it. I'm supposed to drag it to. Freaking ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, I see what I Where you at, TikTok too low? I think I got it. Okay, so now I guess I have to resend the code. I, I don't know. It's supposed to send me a code, and I haven't gotten any code. Oh, wait. I got a code. We have code. Get a code read? Yeah, so now I got to enter that code. Man, it used to be so easy to log into things. Now you gotta verify stuff. Like give me your date of birth, social security number, that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Okay, so so that all right. So I'm gonna. So are you never trust a skinny chef Shane or moonshiners or what are you? Moonshiners. Is that right? Never trust a skinny chef Shane. PPGShane.com. No, on TikTok. That's what he is. PPGShane.com. Yes. Yeah. I got you, boo. Can, you, can your handle have a dot .com in it? Yeah, I guess I it can. Okay. All right, so I'm on your uh, screen here. So it's the very last one where you're flying over clouds. No, it's the one before that. Uh, over the house and to the yes. LZ? Yeah. All right. Is it PPG rated? Yes. Okay, so let me share the screen. Optimize. You want me to share the sound? Yeah, there's really, it's just me making fun of my. Okay. As usual. And I want to share that one and share. Can you see it? Yep. Yes. yes. Over the house and to the LZ. Whoa. Whoa. Boom. Hey, man, you about took that chimney out, too. Hey, I was just setting up for Santa Claus to make sure everything was good for his reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice field there. I'm glad I've got a moster, though. 
Yeah. At the end of the at the end of the field, some power lines, but don't worry, your climb rate's good. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah, nice power lines. We don't worry about those. <laughs> All right, so stop sharing. Right on. Well, thanks for sharing, Shane. Where'd everyone go? Never trust a skinny shingle. I read some comments in the chat. A skinny, never trust a, a skinny single. Shingle. No, shingle. <laughs> okay, well, I gave you a heart or whatever there, Shane, so. I'll help that you means, go viral, man. That means you like the video. Yeah. I did like it. Because you almost took out that chimney. And we lost him. The frozen chef. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to the chat. There we go. The only one at the house at the time, it was not. I need another. No glass for We're having technical difficulties. I don't think he was talking to us. Oh, no, there's Mark. It's working. Shane had to go check the front door. Why? Oh, come on, oh, Krista. Mind. I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I know that phrase from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, guys, I've had fun, but I think I'm going to call it a night. Yeah, I got to go too. I got to. Uh, school is starting for Savannah tomorrow. Tomorrow is her first day of sixth grade. She's going to be actually coming down to Ohio. Oh, awesome. So awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and Jade, she started her new job. Jade started her new job and she's been working there all week long at the school. So uh, it's really kind of getting into the way of leaving early to go to fly ins. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so she started. So it gives her something to do, which is good. And, uh, I'm just trying to find places to hide during my job. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm out. So you guys all have a good night. Krista, awesome show tonight. You did a real good, good job. job. Oh, do we need a screenshot? Yeah, somebody grab one. Go ahead, Will. I don't know how to do it. All right. Control, all delete. Yeah, you ready? <laughs> Dang it, I wasn't looking. One more time. There we go. All right, we got it. Right. So whoever's going to the flying in the chat, we'll see you out there. And then uh, Krista, safe travels for you yes. in your airplane. Tell Jade I didn't call her. My cat did. 
<laughs> oh, okay. And uh, if she is like, yeah. Yeah. and we'll see you tomorrow night. And then yes. uh, Mark and Shane, we'll see you guys at the fly-in. And Will, we'll see you. Brian, we'll see you on the next show. Wish you were going to the fly-in. Definitely. Yeah, me too, man. Y'all uh, put some videos up so I can live vicariously through y'all. <laughs> there you go. When uh, Jade and I come down to uh, Florida, if you could, during that spring break, maybe you can come over and see, say hi to the Aviator Boys and come visit us. Because uh, I think what I'm my understanding was is they operate out of the same airport. Yep. Okay. Lake Wales uh, Airport. Yeah. Uh, for, for Aviator and One Up Adventures. Yeah. I just need to lock him in and make sure that. He is, we're definitely on his schedule. I'm, I, I sent him an email. He hasn't responded. I know he's a busy guy. So are are you going there for tandem certification or are you going there for uh, trainer, uh, instructor rating? Yes and yes. Kind of both. So I need to do my PPG3. Jade and I are both going to do this together. We need to do our instructor and also our tandem. Okay. So, um, Dude. Maybe count me in for that because I want to do the same things and I'm willing to, to go down okay. there too. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate on that. Yeah. I just, I'm hoping he can do it. You know, and we got the nine days and I think that's going to be enough time to do all that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, isn't there a show tomorrow night? There is. It is girls just want to fly with, Cupcake Krista and Jade Lear flying flamingo. So that'll be an all female show. And I think this week she has a girl that is in college that is starting her paramotor schooling. So it'll be interesting to see where she's at in her training. Yeah. Thursday night. Robert Michaels, right? Par Paragliding talk. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> and Brian. And Friday night. Gotcha. Friday night, we leave to go to uh, Purden. Ohio. Dave Purden. I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm just told drive. It's the heart of the United States. Exactly. And then Sunday night is Paramotor Nation. With David Wolf, and then Monday night is Sean Simons PPG Grandpa at eight o'clock Eastern. Yep. Clear Pop TV. Yeah, cool. TV. That's it. Yeah. And then Tuesday so night, you guys all have a good night and safe travels for anybody that is going to uh, Purdens in Ohio, and uh, reach out to all of us so we can meet you guys, so we can put a name to the face. Wait. Yeah. Yep. A face to the chat name. There you go. You know what I mean. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Take care. Have a good night. Good night. Peace. Bless you.